0: This is the Average to Savage Podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of Average Savage Podcast. I got another special guest with me today, Renee Montgomery. Renee, what's up? What's up? how you doing good good how about yourself I'm
1: good I can't complain
0: so uh, let's just jump right into it and uh you tell the listeners a little about yourself
1: okay I'm Renee Montgomery I play here in Atlanta for the Atlanta Dream um which is a WNBA team and uh what else I don't know this is my 10th season you're a veteran oh yeah for sure I'm a, for <laughs> sure I'm a veteran I earned that title
0: all right so you started playing basketball at a young age um who'd you look up to In the WNBA or the NBA or sports-wise in general? And uh, did you model your game after anybody?
1: Um, well... Actually, the WNBA uh, started when I was not well, I was not young. I was older when it started. So yeah. there wasn't necessarily a WNBA player that I uh, modeled my game after because there wasn't a WNBA at that time. But when I was um, younger, I actually loved watching Scottie Pippen, even though he's basically a defensive player. And a lot of people say I don't play any defense. So so there's that.
0: So you're all American in high school. And I'm sure you had a lot of offers. So what made you go to UConn?
1: Um, that was the thing that kind of made me go to UConn. I did have a lot of offers coming out of high school. I pretty much could have picked wherever I wanted to go. And, you know, the coaches on their recruiting show, they basically tell you everything you want to hear. Well, everyone knows how Coach R.E.M. is. and He definitely didn't tell me everything I wanted to hear. He basically just came in and was like, you know, um, you're good, obviously. But – I'm not going to guarantee you a starting spot. I'm not going to guarantee you this. I'm not going to guarantee you that. All I can't tell you is that, you know, we don't have any bias when it comes to age. So if you want to come in here and earn your keeps, and you know, he just gave me that whole spiel. Mm-hmm. So that was appealing to me because it was, first of all, different than what all the other coaches were doing. And it was a challenge. So I was I was looking forward to the challenge.
0: Yeah, for sure. So picking a elite school like UConn, what was it like playing for, like, the legendary Coach Auriemma and... And then going on to win a national championship your senior year?
1: It was different than I'm sure a lot of people would think. He's actually nice. (laughs) You know, a lot of people see his rough exterior. You know, they see him yelling and going crazy all the time. But honestly, like i wouldn't rather go to war with anyone else in a sense because he's you know he's going to have your back 100 percent whether it's against the refs the other team no matter what if somebody's talking about you um so just knowing that and and the passion that he has for you to excel that's those are the kind of things that i mean i just love about him
0: yeah for sure and then after the national championship uh wasn't the the draft was like a few days later or a few weeks later and you get drafted Not number four. A few
1: weeks, you had it right the first time. Only oh, a few days later. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was a quick turnaround. Like you know, the parade was probably like a day after the championship, and uh, it was a whirlwind. Honestly, yeah. like it's hard to remember a lot of that that happened because it happened so close together. But I do remember that you know everybody was there to support me, and and that
0: felt good. So were you still like at UConn when you got drafted? Are you were? Um, oh, you were. No, I graduated. The... I
1: went straight to my WNBA team after I got drafted. So. Yeah. Um, that it's it, like I said, it's a quick turnaround. It's basically right. like, oh, you won a championship. All right, now go be a pro.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. No, I was, I was thinking if you were still like on campus while the draft was going. I bet you were there though.
1: No, no, yeah, yeah. It, I went to the draft? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, what was that like? Uh, again, drafted by the Minnesota Lynx, over, fourth overall. It was,
1: it was kind of surreal. Like I told you, it was a yeah. whirlwind. But just to hear your name called, it's one of those things that, like, it, it's hard to describe unless you feel it because it yeah. feels like. You know, you work so hard your whole career, and it goes back to when you're young playing A, you don't really have summers to yourself. So then just the, the culmination of everything together, and it's like, wow, okay, everything was worth it, and I'm really here.
0: Yeah, yeah for sure. So then you only played one year there because you get traded to the Connecticut Sun. So then what was that like to come back to Connecticut and play? And then they also drafted your former UConn teammate, which became your Connecticut Sun teammate, Tina Charles.
1: Yeah, so that was, like, we were back on campus again. Yeah. Kalena Green, um, my former teammate, was also there, too, my former UConn teammate. Mm-hmm. So it was the three of us. You could have told us we weren't just living living life, I mean, yeah. to the utmost. It was it was great. It was basically, like, we were back in college but no classes. So yeah. we were loving it.
0: So, that's, yeah, it's that's a life right there. <laughs> no yeah, classes. Yeah,
1: that's, that's the, like, ideal life for, <laughs> you know, any student athletes out there. Y'all already know that's ideal.
0: yeah. For sure. So you had great seasons with the Connecticut Sun. You became an all-star for the first time. You won six women of the year. And then I know you had a few good playoff runs. And then you get traded twice in 2015. So what was that year like?
1: It was kind of crazy because um, – crazy in a good way because, you know, sometimes it's like things happen and you get worried, like, what is going on? And then there's something – there's there's this huge light at the end of the tunnel that you had no idea was coming. So, actually, at the time I got traded from Seattle, I had salmonella poisoning. I wasn't even actually practicing with the team or anything like that. And I got the call from my coach uh, – well, my new coach that was going to be Coach Reeve in Minnesota, and she mm-hmm. basically was like, um, yeah, I heard you're sick. Basically, we don't care. Get on the plane. We need you for the game this tomorrow or or something like that. And I was just like, well, what? And she was just like, yeah, we need you, Uh, like, as in right now. So it was kind of crazy because I was super sick and trying to travel and all that. And, I mean, I played in the game. So I was just happy to have survived that game, honestly. But then we went on to win a championship that year. So everything, (laughs) the rest was history.
0: Yeah, for sure. Did you know, like, you were getting traded? Like, you were getting shopped around or it just happened? No, it actually just
1: happened because a player got hurt. So, you know, a lot of times on teams when someone gets hurt, that changes, you know, the dynamics of the team and they might need something right away. And in Minnesota, right away they needed a point guard because their starting point guard was actually out and the backup point guard was out. So they had no point guard.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. So what was it like getting traded? Well, you didn't get traded back. Well, you got traded back, back to the Minnesota link and then you won two championships. Yeah, that was nice. I mean...
1: There's no there's nothing you can complain about with yeah. that. I mean, anytime you can win a championship and have a, and and learn under the best, it's that time is invaluable because there's things that I took from them that like now it's forever knowledge that I'll have that I can try to, you know, carry on to the new team that I'm on here.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then again you played with another former teammate, Maya Moore. And and now you're on Atlanta and now you're playing with Tiffany Hayes and so you played with like pretty much everyone you played with. Yeah, I mean, is that, is it, it's hard
1: <laughs> if you're a Husky, it's going to be hard for us to play on a team not playing with another Husky, yeah, yeah, honestly. Yeah. There's a lot of us out there.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying you played with former teammates, too.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I'm it's, saying. It's, it's great. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of us. That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, that's true, really, so, yeah. It's, it's really crazy because there's so many of us. You know, I play with Maya yeah. Moore in Minnesota, Tina yeah. Charles in Connecticut, now T- Tiffany Hayes here, Kalana Green, uh, Callie McLaren was on a training camp in Minnesota one year. It's really, oh, I played with um, – caroline Doty it's just a lot there's a lot like so i said the list goes on yeah. i played with jessica Moore as well but she wasn't one of my teammates but i played with sue bird obviously yeah. they're not my teammates but it's, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot there was a lot
0: <laughs> yeah so that's like that's just like awesome this yeah you connection so um yeah. so what made, you, <laughs> what made you decide to um sign with the atlanta dream this offseason
1: Well, I wanted to come back east was my main thing because for family, you know, like my family, for instance, this season alone, my family has been to more games than they've probably been in the past five seasons combined. I mean, they come up for a week at a time, sometimes two weeks at a time. They're actually here right now. um, But they they get to come in longer spurts because Mm -hmm. it's it's a car ride away. now. It's not a plane ride. So anytime you can hop in the car and come somewhere, it obviously makes it so much easier to, to maneuver.
0: Yeah, for sure. So you guys are probably the hottest team right now. Um, how deep do you think you're going to go in the playoffs? I,
1: like I always say, I never like any bold predictions. Yeah. I just um, – I'm happy to, first of all, be in the playoffs because yeah. last year they um, Atlanta didn't even make the playoffs. So it, it's kind of a – more so I would say a relief because, you know, I left a championship team and that's always scary, the unknown. You never know what's going to happen, you know. Yeah. I'm leaving like – a top-notch program top-notch coaching staff top-notch teammates um and I'm going to the unknown and so for us to be as successful as we are right now it's more so a relief like okay so I didn't do I wasn't actually completely crazy
0: yeah So, so how has it been like how have you uh translated from like being a starter being a six woman and now you're a starter again
1: I actually think the transition wasn't very hard Um, the minutes I played for Minnesota Lynx, I played a lot of minutes, you know, even though I was the sixth woman I played a lot of minutes. I played in a lot of big moments in the games Um, And I kind of keep the mindset uh, that like I I train the same way I don't train different whether I'm gonna be a starter or or coming off the bench So to me, there's not really much difference other than I start the games um, Because I'm gonna train the same way no matter what
0: yeah yeah, for sure so I, so you pretty much accomplished everything like that a women basketball player that could you won like everywhere so like what keeps you going and what keeps you motivated
1: um, the only thing better than success is more success so I think that's yeah. kind of what keeps keeps me motivated um, you can never have too much so yes I have two rings there's nothing wrong with getting three hey four mm. would be awesome so that's kind of that's kind of the thing whenever you want to just build your legacy and and, and that that rings is always a topic of discussion you see it in the NBA all the time yeah. when people are discussing who's better who's not who's this who's that rings always come up
0: yeah, yeah yeah definitely I mean you got you got the high school one and the college one right I do yes I have, I have
1: three
0: high school ones oh okay there you go so that's that has to be pretty rare then just for someone to have all three yeah yeah so, so some people probably don't know that WNBA players play overseas during the quote-unquote offseason but uh so, I know you've been like pretty much everywhere. So, what's your like favorite place been so far? I
1: would have to say my favorite place to play in the quote unquote all season <laughs> is um, Russia. Uh, it's it's kind of surprising to hear, yeah. but it's more so a lifestyle choice in the sense that they treat us like royalty over there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, the, the, apartment they put us in is lavish to say the least yeah. um and then you have a, a driver at all times 24 7 if i wanted to go to mcdonald's at 2 a.m <laughs> i'd call my driver he'd come get me it's just a different style it's just yeah. a different lifestyle that you live over there that you don't live in any of the other countries so that's just so i guess yeah like being pampered so i would say <laughs> russia
0: gotcha so you played like almost in a different country every season right just about yeah so where are you trying to is there any destinations you're, you you want to go to um i
1: don't know i, I heard that there was a league in dubai and yeah. i'm trying to sign me up because <laughs> that's an expensive flight yeah, that's yeah. an expensive hotel so if they can if i can get to dubai and play there now now we're talking we're on to something
0: gotcha gotcha have you have you signed anywhere for this uh coming season
1: I haven't. I'm actually only going to go um, half of a season overseas, so I'm going to take the first half of the season off and so the seasons basically are three months three and a half months spans apiece so after December, in January I'll probably go overseas.
0: Gotcha. What's that like just going from like uh, a WNBA season to then starting up again like overseas season?
1: It's kind of crazy because it's like, for instance when I won my championship last year with Minnesota um, I had two weeks until I had to beat in France, like, playing and starting a whole new season, so it's kind of you don't ever really get a period to detox and, like, Mm -hmm. I think when I'm done playing I'll be able to appreciate the success I've had because right now, I'm in such a cycle where it's go, 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 you really don't just get to sit down and be like, okay, wow I did that, like, it's kind of like, you're on to the next, like, we won the championship All right, now I gotta go start a new season in France in two weeks
0: Yeah, yeah, it's wild.
1: Yeah, it's crazy like, it's like, really, I I was really happy with my championship, but then reality hit is like all right let me say bye to my family and everything because it's time to go
0: yeah what what month do like the overseas seasons end
1: um it depends every season is every every country is different yeah, sure. um so some seasons run long uh april may mm-hmm. and some seasons end in march it just really depends
0: and then do your coaches or like from wnba get like mad or anything like if you play too long or something like that No, it's pretty much an understanding that you
1: know we we make um more money overseas than we do here in the WNBA, so it's kind of there's a there's definitely understanding there's it's it's not an issue
0: yeah that this leads perfectly into my next question which is uh what's your uh take right now on the whole uh higher slash equal pay movement that everybody's uh trying to push Look,
1: I would love to make more money. Yeah. So anytime somebody's <laughs> pushing for me to make more money, I'm with it. Um, like I said, I understand things are a process. But, yeah. of course, I, I mean, I feel like I work hard um, and just as hard as anyone else. And I would love to make more money. Uh, so if that does happen, I'm, I got my routing number and, <laughs> and all that ready.
0: For sure. So, what, yeah, like, would you want to only just play in the WNBA and, like, obviously get paid more? No, if I could, yeah, Yeah. for sure. No, I'm saying, and and not play overseas.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If I could, for sure, and be able to have an actual off-season where I call it being normal where I could go, like be normal. For instance, I haven't had a Thanksgiving um, with, like, family, and I'm not not sure how long, I guess 10 years. Well, more than that because I was at UConn then. So I probably haven't had a Thanksgiving with my actual family in, like, 14 years. So just stuff that, like, we don't get to do on a normal basis. For Christmas, we usually get to come home for four or five days. Just, Just... Stuff that a lot of people don't even recognize as a thing is not a thing for us. So to be able to enjoy holidays with family, friends, to be able to, hey, let's just have a cookout this weekend. Stuff that I just don't normally get to do. uh, I would love to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I saw that um, Jalen Rose was uh, pitching for it today on ESPN. Was he? Yeah. Come through, Jalen. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, the other topic they were discussing was, I don't know, I totally lost train of thought for that one. Well, anyways, we're going to skip that out. Hopefully i remember so i know after your career you said one of your goals is to be on like dancing with the stars so yeah, what are, what are your other career goals after basketball
1: i feel like a lot i want to host a tv show i want to act i want to have a recurring role in a tv show i also want to do some um commentating stay around the game in that aspect so i kind of want to do a dabble in it all actually and, like, cut a, and cut a rug, yes
0: any other TV shows you'd want to be on?
1: Well, as far as TV shows, actually, yeah. there's this TV show called Famous and Love that I like, that I would like to be on. I would absolutely love to be on Suits. That's, like, one of my favorite <laughs> shows. Yeah. I would, like... A- door to be on there i can even just be a secretary on the show make me uh i don't know who's new assistant but i don't know because you can't get rid of donna so i don't know i'll be somebody's assistant on the show but that would be great yeah that would be the ideal dream job
0: gotcha what's on your playlist before uh warming up for a game
1: slow jams, slow jams, slow jams
0: all right any 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 artists
1: um i don't know i I say his name wrong every time. I know you know I said it wrong in your car that one time, so yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, but I call him Ed Sheeran. What is his how do you say it? Ed Sharon. Yeah, him. He's my favorite.
0: So uh, <laughs> he's my favorite. So I know you uh like to put fun captions on your uh Instagram posts. So like what what are your like favorite memes or like where do you, you get all this stuff from like memes?
1: you want to know what's crazy i I definitely don't get them from memes i look at the photo i probably do it in five seconds i think people think it's just like thought out process or anything i literally am scrolling through because um our pr guy named dan he sends us game photos after every game like uh that the people took and so i literally when it's game day i'm scrolling through the photos and i pick one and then like i look at it it's probably like a 10 second a ten second process. It's, yeah. it's nothing profound at all. It's literally like, hmm, okay. Date night? Nah. You thought like you know like it's literally like yeah. that's that's all it is. And then I put what um when the game is and who we're playing against, and it's a wrap.
0: Yeah, for sure. Did uh did you ever do anything with the Dream and like take over their in- I meant like their social media?
1: I haven't done that yet. I've actually taken over the WNBA's a couple yeah, seen, times.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but I haven't taken over the Atlanta Dream. I don't even know. If they actually do that.
0: You got you to gotta do that.
1: They should do that. I've done it with my <laughs> other teams. I took over Minnesota's a couple yeah. times. I definitely took over Connecticut's. Um, but, no, I haven't taken over the dreams yet.
0: Gotcha. Are you ready for – I got a couple fan questions. Okay. Uh, one person said, what's your favorite shoe of all time?
1: My favorite shoe of all time? I'm going to have to go with the Pharrell's. The, I don't know what the ones they're called, but mine say Human Race. I don't know what, yeah, like, yeah. it's called. I know what but, you're man those shoes are so comfortable and i love the way they look they're like a sock shoe yeah.
0: so i'm gonna go with
1: those because i'm all about the comfort
0: you don't wear those in the game right no i play playing kobe's only in the game <laughs> uh here's another scenario question if you only had three players jerseys to pick for them from any sport who would they be
1: Ooh, three player jerseys from any sport Well, I don't know if it's an actual jersey. If it, if this would count, but I need Serena Williams. I don't know what
0: gets in her outfit. She dressed up in a outfit.
1: Can I get her outfit? (laughs) I'm gonna take Serena Williams' outfit. I want Obama's high school jersey. And they got those. Uh huh. They got those. I don't know, but you said have a pick any player, and he, he used to play basketball, so I want it. Um, yeah, I want Obama's jersey. I want Serena Williams' little outfit, and...
0: You should do that for Halloween.
1: Uh, huh?
0: You should do that for Halloween.
1: Do what? Serena Williams? Yeah. Oh, no, are No, see, this is the thing. This is like my first Halloween basically ever, because yeah. um, when we were younger, we didn't celebrate Halloween, we went to Fall Festival at my church, so this is basically my first Halloween of my whole life, and I'm going to be um, one of those girls off the purge, um,
0: one of, okay. Like it,
1: it's not the most recent purge, it's the purge before this, and it uh. was like a three-girl group thing, and yeah, I'm going to be one of those girls from the group, and I'm also going to be Harley um, from The Joker's Girlfriend, I'm going to be Harley one day too, so I'm going to have to have <laughs> a three-day extravaganza for Halloween.
0: You just go back up to Yukon, you'll be good.
1: Well, I'm not going back up to UConn. Are you kidding me?
0: <laughs> It'll <be> celebrate Halloween.
1: <laughs> I know, I'm going to no college campus for Halloween and I'm thirty one years old. That's that's a joke in itself. <laughs> but uh, anyway, back to my last my last jersey. Yeah, huh? it's, it's you act know, easy. actually a, a cool jersey to have, I'll probably go get my Diddy's college my my Diddy, which is my dad, he yeah. played college uh, f- football at State, so I'll probably get his jersey
0: have it framed up you gotta get some you gotta get some customized jerseys now you said jerseys yeah. that aren't even around
1: yeah that was dope because you know the ones that are around <laughs> i just go get those
0: well yeah i've seen a lot of uh like they do like um like will smith's jersey from prince of Air, like the looney Tons yeah one
1: um what's his name drake in that most recent video oh, yeah, in my did. feelings he went and did um the marcus cousins oh, yeah. high school jersey so yeah that's that's kind of the move because okay. if, if you just wanted a LeBron James jersey or something, you could literally just go on the internet and get it. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wonder why he picked Demar.
1: Uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting too. I'm guessing they're friends. You know that, um,
0: yeah.
1: like the art, the music world and the yeah. athletic world are like synonymous almost. So they're probably like best friends, and we don't even know it.
0: Yeah, speaking of that, I've seen that a lot of um, famous celebrities, rappers, whatever, are going to your games.
1: Yeah, it's it's actually it really it's cool Atlanta? how it's starting to be it's starting to be a little thing, like, especially in LA, courtside, it's, it's, it's like the who's who courtside in LA, and we're, we're not doing too bad ourselves here in Atlanta with, with some, we've had some names here, you know, TI came here, a lot of NBA players have come to our games, some NFL ones, uh, Kent Bazemore, he's almost a regular at our games, and it's so awesome just to see the support from other athletes, and, and just even artists and stuff, you know, that They support it, so it's it's a great start.
0: Yeah, for sure. Actually, I just remembered the other question. I don't know if you've seen, there's like these new NCAA rules that just came out today.
1: I definitely haven't seen them.
0: (laughs) So one of them was uh, they're letting players enter the draft now, and then if you don't get drafted, you go back. Oh,
1: that's, now that's, that's an idea. I like that.
0: See, I think that that would probably be helpful a lot for women too, just because most of them stay four years, but probably don't have the chance to.
1: Wait, no, I mean that doesn't work for us. We have um, a rule in the WNBA that you can't get drafted until after your four years.
0: Oh, uh, maybe I'll change that now.
1: <laughs> so that, yeah, that's that's definitely specifically a uh, men's rule because yeah, you have to either have went to college for four years or four years post-high school, so you could go overseas for a year. Like, if you went to college for three years and then went overseas for one year, then you're eligible for the draft. But, yeah, we don't – our ours doesn't work like that. So it's a great concept for the men, though, I guess, because it's like – it's low risk, then, for the men. Like, it's yeah. like, let me just go test the waters. Oh, okay, I'm not good enough yet. Here I come, like, here I come, coach. Like, you yeah. know, you're back to your college team, so.
0: Well, I guess then it would suck if you get drafted, like, 60th, like, last. Well, now <laughs> what? I'm saying now, nowadays in the NBA you get drafted sixty if old. Oh, oh darn! It, you might be making fifteen million a year
1: instead of two hundred. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> what, what do you mean that uh, stuff? I'll take it. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Got
0: it. <laughs> oh man, I only making five million a year. Darn it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I don't know what's going on with the NBA money. It's it's uh, insane. I remember last year watching in the summer, and uh, all these scrubs are getting like crazy amount of millions.
1: Oh yeah! First of all, don't use the term "scrubs" because and, and millions in the same sentence. Let's not do that. But yes, there's there's a lot of players that are making two million to clap. Now think about that. I would, when I tell you, I would be the best clapper there ever was for two million dollars. I clap. I'll stand up every time somebody dribbles. If if that's the case, stand up, sit down the whole game. I don't know whatever you need from me. They're making big money. So so yeah, if you get drafted sixtieth.
0: You better gladly accept that $5 million. Yeah, for sure. One one last question. I seen, I actually just saw this, too, today. That uh, a girl won the Steph Curry uh, competition, three-point competition, at his camp. Oh. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was versus boys. So, would you want to see, like, a W WM- Oh, yeah, they do do that. Actually, they do the thing in the All-Star Weekend at, at NBA. But would you want to see, like, a three-point competition? I knew you were just in it, like, three-point versus, like, guys versus girls or all together, WNBA, NBA.
1: I mean that would be cool. I don't really care if there yeah. is or isn't one. On, <laughs> if I'm being honest, because I, I do love the three point competition. Though yeah. I, I like watching an NBA All Star, and it was so fun to be in um, this year. I don't really. I mean, it would be cool a concept, but I don't really have a. Um, I don't. I don't really mind. But kudos to her. Shout out to her for winning that. That's pretty awesome, though.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some breaking news. Like three stories I broke to you today. You heard it here first. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming on, and uh, good luck in the playoffs. All right, thank you so much oh, for having and, me. and let people know um, where they can find you on social media. Oh, yeah, you
1: can follow me um, at, on any social media at The21DA20 and the word 1.